This is AgriPulse Daybreak West for Tuesday, November 8th. Brought to you by Bravo AgriFinance. Good morning, I'm Jeff Daly. Here's today's headlines. Dems attack Newsom's water plan. Enviros seek Paraquat ban. And GOP hoping to gain a two-chamber majority. House Water Chair pushes for unimpaired flows. California Representative Jared Huffman is siding with environmental groups in urging the state water board to adopt a more aggressive Bay Delta plan. In an op-ed for Cal Matters yesterday, the coastal lawmaker argued the 27-year-old plan has offset the benefits of federally funded habitat restoration projects by allowing contractors to take too much water. Huffman chairs the House Subcommittee on Water, Oceans, and Wildlife and often stands in opposition to farm interests. The need to reform outdated agricultural water contracts is back in the headlines, argued Huffman, alongside former Representative George Miller. The two Democrats also disparaged the Newsom administration's pursuit of voluntary agreements with irrigation districts and Southern California cities. Environmentalists call for a ban on Paraquat. The Center for Biological Diversity and Californians for Pesticide Reform urging the Department of Pesticide Regulation to cancel the registration for Paraquat. They reasoned the herbicide was responsible for 12 deaths from accidental ingestion in the San Joaquin Valley in 2013. According to DPR, several of the deaths happened after transferring the pesticide to beverage containers, which victims later mistook for drinks. The environmental groups also argue Paraquat is linked to cancer and Parkinson's disease. The only way to stop this dangerous herbicide from continuing to poison our environment and farming communities is ban it, said Jonathan Evans. He's director of the Center for Biological Diversity. Remember, the group sued after EPA reapproved Paraquat for use last year. The Ninth Circuit Court of Appeals in September instructed EPA to reassess the pesticides' safety and risks. GOP looks to seize control of Congress. Republicans are widely expected to win control of the House in today's midterm elections, and GOP chances of winning the Senate appear to be rising as well in recent days. Forecasts by the major rating service have Republicans with a net gain of up to 30 seats. Sabata's crystal ball has 237 seats in a safe, likely, or leaning GOP position, well over the 218 needed to control the House. Inside Elections projects that Republicans will pick up between 13 and 30 seats. And the Cook Political Report with Amy Walter has been a little more conservative, but had 212 seats in the GOP column heading into Election Day. What we're watching, well, at least 10 Democrats on the House Ag Committee are facing strong challenges this year. Abigail Spanberger's race and Virginia's seventh could be an early indication of how big the GOP wave is going to be. Virginia polls close at 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Now, remember this. As expected, House Republicans have no intention of taking up immigration reform legislation until they believe the border is secure. House Republican leader Kevin McCarthy reiterated that point in an interview on CNN. He said the first thing you'll see 
is a bill to control the border first, McCarthy said, of the GOP legislative priorities. He also said the GOP would demand spending cuts in exchange for raising the debt limit. And also, a GovExec poll shows federal workers favor Democrats slightly in the midterm election. The House races have 46% of workers planning to vote for a Democrat, 35% Republican, the publication reported. In the Senate, the numbers are tighter. 37% of federal employees plan to cast their ballot for a Democrat in those races, 33% for a Republican. We'll have more AgriPulse Daybreak West after this. When you work with Rambo AgriFinance, you get the global knowledge and financial strength of one of the world's largest and most innovative food and ag lenders, tools essential to realizing your aspirations. Discover how an unmatched network of local and sector experts can help you confront agriculture's challenges and seize the opportunities that lie ahead. Learn more and contact us at www.roboag.com. Creating value, connecting vision. Bravo AgriFinance. Welcome back to AgriPulse Daybreak West. Supreme Court to hear Colorado River water case involving Navajo Nation. The Supreme Court has waded into a water rights dispute involving the Navajo Nation's right to Colorado River flows. The Ninth Circuit Court of Appeals ruled in February the tribe should sue for its right to water in the river, but both the United States and three other states, Arizona, California, and Nevada, petitioned the high court for review. Supreme Court precedent makes clear that, quote, when the United States creates an Indian reservation to serve as a permanent homeland, the United States also reserves sufficient unappropriated water to fulfill the reservation's purposes, the tribe argued at opposing the Interior Department's petition, which said the appeals court could not cite any sources that impose, quote, any specific and affirmative duties on the federal government on behalf of the Navajo Nation with respect to the water of the Colorado River or the basin more generally. Union Pacific believes Congress will step in and advert future rail strike, a company official says. Laura Heisterkamp, Assistant Vice President of Volk Marketing and Sales for United uh, for Union Pacific Railroad, told ag bankers yesterday that the company is expecting Congress to step in to prevent a rail strike if all sides cannot come to an agreement. We're working really closely with the union representatives, and we feel it's probable that Congress, if it did come down to a strike, would step in like they did a couple of months ago, Heisterkamp said at the National Ag Bankers Conference in Omaha. Now, take note, two unions, the Brotherhood of Maintenance of Way Employees and the Brotherhood of Railroad Signalmen, have still not worked out an agreement with the railroads where three more reviewing their proposed agreements. The remaining seven unions have ratified their agreements according to the National Railway Labor Conference. Finally, here's today's He Said It. Build the solar farms in the hot Mojave and save the valley farms. That Edward Ring, co-founder of California Policy Center, a conservative think tank. 
In an op-ed for Cal Matters, Ring pushed back on emerging research into rebalancing fallow farmland with solar developments. Well, that's Daybreak West for this Tuesday, November 8th. Brought to you by Robo AgriFinance. For the latest news out of Washington, D.C., visit AgriPulse.com. For AgriPulse Daybreak West, I'm Jeff Daly.